0: You're listening to Always Working Mom Podcast, where we believe in community over competition and that all moms are working moms. We will help you learn to balance work, family, mom life, how to handle mom guilt, build a community, and create additional income. Most importantly, to help focus less on our differences and more on supporting one another. Because if we can come together on the small things in life, then we can come together on the big issues. I'm your host, Vivian Knox, career mom of two little ones and chips and salsa lover. Well, friends, you made it. This is the final episode for season one. And this one is probably my most vulnerable. Today, I'm getting to share a Pretty personal and private story about how our family of four moved in temporarily with my sweet friend Ashley Hoyt and her family of six. Um, three years ago at the time, her four kids were in second grade, kindergarten, preschool, and a one-year-old. So it was a crazy time for them. Um, typically, but they just really have a servant's heart um, all year round, not just during the holidays, and they love the Lord and they really walk the walk. Um, So I can't wait for you guys to hear what that was about, and I hope that that just gives you the encouragement during not only this holiday season, but year round um, to be mindful of kindness to have a heart that pursues God and a heart that's willing to obey as He prompts. So let's jump right in. Hey, Ashley, how are you? Hey, Vivian, I'm doing good. Good. I'm so glad you're here today. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I want to dive into... Where my heart is right now, okay. coincidentally or not coincidentally, because that's how God works, mm-hmm. um, I am in Acts right now with a women's Bible study. Mm-hmm. And a few weeks ago, we were in the early chapters. And so for those that aren't familiar with Acts, it's written by Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, so it's coming kind of right off of, um, you know, Jesus rose again, and he's spending time with the apostles, and the early church, church is forming. Um mm-hmm. What's really cool is when he ascends and goes back to heaven, you know, he gives um, his people the Holy Spirit. and and what the church looks like at this time is just so beautiful. So I'm going to read mm-hmm. a little bit of of what kind of spoke to my heart and how it reminded, me of our time together. Okay. So in Acts 4, uh, starting with verse 32 to 37, it says, "...now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common." Thus Joseph, who was also called by the Apostle Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the Apostle's feet. So when I was in this chapter, I really just felt like God bringing up our season together. Mm-hmm. And... um I think it just really struck me again, because there, I feel like since the time we lived together, there's always been a peeling of an onion layer that God has shown me just something more that he did, um, during that time. And this time was, um, was just, wow, it was a beautiful picture of what the early church looked like and how can I do more of that? Almost like a reminder of don't forget this. Yeah, Don't forget Uh what I did for you and don't forget to be open-handed to do those things to others.
1: Right, I agree. Um, You know, looking back, I think you and I and our families had been in community group together. We attended the same church for several years together. Um, But during that time, um, and actually it was a little bit before, um, looking back now, You and I had been a community group. We knew each other's stories. Mm -hmm. Um, We were meeting regularly, having meals together, and just sharing um, what had been in our hearts and doing Bible study together. So um, I think truly during, like just before that, our family went through a transition. We were, we were no longer attending the same church. However, we were still in community with y'all. We Mm -hmm. knew you. So when we got together casually or talked on the phone, I really don't remember if we met in person or talked on the phone, but, um, I do remember, um, hearing of your need and thinking, this is something we could do. yeah. And I'm sure that sounded crazy at first. And I can kind of share a little bit about that again, but, um, truly and honestly, I think because you had also been so real and sharing what your family was just going through that y'all needed a place to live. And this is what it was going to look like. Y'all may not have a house. You're going to have to find an apartment or just mm-hmm. the craziness of that and the transition and the timing, um, I, my heart was already open to it and ready for it. So, um, I do think that's a beautiful picture of just the Lord, like preparing and, um, allowing us to be open with that. Okay. So I have
0: a confession. So okay. yes, I shared, you know, our circumstances and just the stress of trying to time the selling the home and the mm-hmm. moving into the new home that we were being built. Um, and honestly, I was just sharing just kind of like the stress of how we were going to play musical chairs. Right. I wasn't like really sharing, oh, because of the, from a motive of, I need to
1: ask for help. Right. And, and I know you weren't sharing, expecting for me to say, hey, would you yeah. like to live with us or no, just being available. But you were just sharing out of genuine, like, this is a, this is what we're walking through right now. Right. So
0: Honestly, confession, normally if I had heard, if I had been in the opposite place and Mm -hmm. heard myself, you know, sharing that, Mm -hmm. my initial response would not have been previous to this experience. Oh, I should ask them, you know, invite them to live with us if we had the space honestly, my initial response will be like, well, you know, hope they find something, you know, (laughs) I'll pray for you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'll pray for that apartment or hotel to open up. Right. Um, you you know, or the finances to make that work or, Mm -hmm. you know, for it to be stress-free, you know, all those things. Um, because, you know, my first response is, oh, well, you know, they could afford it or, Mm -hmm. I mean, that sounds so terrible, but honestly, that was the posture of my heart during that, during that season. Mm -hmm. I think, I'm quicker to respond to a person, quote unquote, in need who is of poor, who is homeless, who is hungry, Mm -hmm. you know, some kind of situation like that more so than, oh, my friend is moving houses and she doesn't have a house to live in between her two nice houses. Boo hoo. That sounds terrible. (laughs) That like, that is the honest truth of where my heart posture was. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it weren't, God using you, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think I would have been in that posture for much longer of a season.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. And I know that's um, definitely the Lord using me. And I don't want to say that arrogantly, but Mm -hmm. um, I do think the Lord had prepared me um, for that moment. And so when the time came and when you said that, it was a yes, because I had... Been and just maybe my background, honestly. Yes, um, and I feel like I need to share that a little bit. Yes, um, please do. So um, I, I, it's like I have to go back to the beginning. And share about your parents. I know. Yes, and that guy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. When people hear my story, sometimes they're like, "What?" Explain <laughs> this a little bit more. Um, so, I have to start off and say that um, truly. I think it even begins with my parents. So looking at my mom and dad, um, they truly do have a heart for the Lord and they have a servant's heart. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, I remember walking by my mom and dad's room and seeing my mom have her quiet time. And having her Bible laid out on on her bed, and she was on her knees reading her Bible and doing her Bible study, and um, that was modeled for me. And at the same time, um, my dad, he has a servant's heart and will just do anything for anybody to help those in need and um, taking in others. And so um, my father used to work as a director of a children's home, a very large children's home in Fort Worth. And so as a part of that, when I was two, my family moved on campus of this children's home. So, I did not grow up in a typical neighborhood, in a regular neighborhood, mm-hmm. and um, but we grew up in a in a very nice home on campus of this children's home, and it was a historical home. There's a landmark on it, um, but we had very large rooms. We had a full basement, a full attic, lots of room and storage. But um, so as a part of my dad's job being the director of the children's home, we were around, I mean, 80 kids, give or take, in a season, you know, and just doing life together. Um, Some of my best friends were kids that lived on campus of this home, but also as a part of that was that my family had an open door. Our house was um, welcome and open for others. We took in and had several foster kids living with our family throughout the years, Um, I honestly have lost count of how many children lived within our home with our family. Um, One of my favorite memories, though, is of a young girl who was two years older than I am, and she lived with our family while um, I walked through high school, and she was with me during that season. Um, There were also some children that once they graduated high school and placed out of being in the foster care system, that they came and lived with our family during that transition time. So we had young adults that lived in our home, Um, and then we also had um, an aunt. I had an aunt that came and lived with our family for a season, Um, and then we even had a an older man who um immigrated to the United States from Mexico and he lived with our family for several years. And um, my dad has maintained relationships with many of these people. Um, one of the young girls that lived with our family, he walked her down the aisle when she got married. Mm-hmm. Um, he has stayed in touch. And so all of that just to share that I had this modeled for me growing yeah. up, our family. Had a home that welcomed in others. And so um, to me, this is normal. (laughs) I know that sounds strange, but um, it's crazy and strange, but um, that is normal. Mm -hmm. And um, so, um, fast forward a little bit, um, being married, and um, my husband Jason and I, we've been married now for about 16 years. Um, The home that we're in now, we've been in for about six years and I would say it's even been modeled for us on the street that we live in and in the neighbors that we have. Um, A little shout out for some of our neighbors. They may (laughs) not even know this, but um, several years ago, several of the neighbors on our street, they all went in kind of together, and they um, had foreign exchange students that were in high school live with them. Mm -hmm. So there were Several high school students that were on our street during that season. And I was able to observe and just um, maybe notice just what others were doing. And not that um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of how to explain it, but I think in a way the Lord even used those families as a way to show me the potential and just the possibilities of our family being able to open up our home to others and so um, I'm just I'm very thankful for the neighbors that we've had and being in community with people that um, are those who are willing to open up their homes to others and so it's been modeled in my family it's been modeled by my neighbors Um, So again, um, we even have some really good friends that um, my husband and I know from college, but we also know from work. And um, they're a family that are about the same age as Jason and I, and they also have about four kids, and they live in a college town. And throughout the years, we have seen and heard the stories of how they have had college students live in their home. and. It's been an act of service in a way that they've been able to love on others, but also that um, they can do ministry in a way. And it's been a beautiful picture to hear about. And so truly and honestly, I remember before even having a conversation with you, I remember having a conversation with Jason and just um, saying, you know, it would be neat one day our house has room. Mm-hmm. I know it's crazy. We have four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a cat at the time. We still have our cat, but <laughs> we have four kids. We have a cat. Um, but we have a four bedroom house. We have an mm-hmm. upstairs downstairs. We have a game room, media room. We have a huge backyard. Mm-hmm. We have space. Um, so just being open and, um, Jason's probably like, yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. You know, I just, you know <laughs> Ashley's just, um, dreaming here, but I was open and just speaking out loud and talking out loud of the idea that, you know, it'd be really cool if one day we could have someone live with us Mm -hmm. and um, being able to serve and help others or be a blessing to others in that way. So I had already had that conversation with Jason and Truly and honestly, I do think it was a maybe a month later Mm -hmm. that you and I had met and then you shared Mm -hmm. that with me. And so when you and I had that conversation, I even remember thinking and I probably said to you yes. Immediately. (laughs) We were at a party.
0: I remember Remember? it to the detail. Okay. I was hosting a party at my house. It was girls' night Mm -hmm. or girls' day. It was during the day. Yeah. But it was just us girls. Uh Uh-huh. And you like just shared immediately. I'm like, you might
1: want to talk to Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I do remember. you're like, you might want to talk to Jason. And I'm thinking, I already did talk to Jason. Yeah. But, um, and I, yeah, so you, you encouraged me like, well, please go talk to Jason <laughs> first and make sure it's okay. Make sure he's in a yeah. with this too. And so, um, I did, I went back home and I talked with Jason and I do think you and Jason are wired more like where you think logistically about yes. how is this actually going to work? And, um, I remember thinking it through and it's like, okay, yes, like, Brian and Vivian, you will be in this room, mm-hmm. um, you could have this bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to empty two closets. Um, this can work, yes, this mm-hmm. can work. And I remember walking Jason through that, and he's just kind of. He was so easygoing, and with the, I don't remember him having a red flag about anything. But like I said, I think knowing my background, mm-hmm. knowing what I have been exposed to over the years, um, I think that's the Holy Spirit like preparing me to be ready. And so when the opportunity presented itself, it was a yes. Mm-hmm. And um, that is definitely not me, that was the Lord like working through me and allowing me, but um, I am thankful that um, I was obedient to be open handed with allowing that because looking back. It really was a short season, but it Mm -hmm. seems like a long, like, I feel like y'all lived with us longer than eight weeks or two months or whatever the magic number was, however long you stayed with us. It feels like longer because the relationships that we built and the sweet memories that our kids have together, I truly think that your daughter, Mila, looked up to my daughter Addison as a big sister and they got to share a room together. Addison had bunk beds in her room during that season, so Mm -hmm. they shared a room and that was Perfect, and then um, my boys, James and Joshua, um, they had bunk beds in their room. And actually, we had, you, had two. We had, you two. had two. There was a set of. There was four beds yes. in there total. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So their room was set up with two bunk beds, mm-hmm. and so for Caleb to come right in was no big deal at yeah. all. We had a bed for him. We had a bed for Mila. So. All of the boys there, they shared a room. At that season, Jordan was still young enough that he was downstairs in our little bedroom off to the side in his crib still, so Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have to rearrange the way he lived at all, but... um, anyways, looking back on that, I think it's just, it, everything fit logistically. It worked mm-hmm. out. Um, and like I said, like we made special and sweet memories that, um, I know Caleb thinks as like, he thinks that he's a brother, like yes. with my boys, he's just a part of the boys. And yeah. even today now with life and our kids getting older and being in the season of school, we may go a month without seeing or talking to each other, but mm-hmm. I do feel like when we get back together, we just pick right back up with where we were and yes. our kids, especially like our kids love each other. And so it, it was fun. Yeah. And I'm thankful that we were able to say yes. And, um, being open with our, Possession and with our home, I truly hope that our home can always be a home of open doors that we can Mm -hmm. welcome others in and just being available to say yes to others when that time comes. And I know for me as a mom and just a woman, maybe um, sometimes I do let the idea that my house is too messy, or I've got laundry piled up to say no, or it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, please don't come inside. But I I want people to come inside. I love Mm -hmm. having people over and friends can come over and I want friends to know they can come over anytime. They can see our messy house. They can see the dishes in my sink. But during that season, um, I didn't even think about that at all. Mm -hmm. It was just, you know, we went through life through that season of time. Um, I do think that the Lord uses people um, to do ministry near and far. And in that season, we were able to do life together um, here in our home and the Lord used that and He blessed that. The Lord uses us in different ways that we may not even know that He's using us. And like I said, He may call some of us to go far Mm -hmm. and do missions overseas and sharing the love of God and just uh, sharing the gospel to others. But He also uses us right here where we're at. And I truly believe that He has the times and the places where we're to live um, for our neighbors. It's like, how many neighbors do you know? Do you know your neighbors? Do you know the people living next door? And I'm thankful that you were obedient and humble in sharing the need that you had during that season. Because if you had not just casually brought it up that Mm -hmm. y'all were walking through this time... I wouldn't have been able to offer it and to say yes right Mm -hmm. away. And I think maybe that's something in our culture that a lot of people, we are prideful and we don't want to share our struggles or just things that are stressful or things that are difficult that we're walking through and our worries. But when we do, when we do share the things that we're struggling with or walking through, then us as the church and as believers, we can either pray for that need or we can physically meet that need by opening our hands and being available to whatever. It may be taking a meal to a family across the street or it may be welcoming a family into your home. And right. So which that's
0: which is part of this whole thing also that, you know, living in Texas, Mm -hmm. living in the Bible Belt, living in community in a church community, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that that's pretty normal. Like, Oh, someone has surgery, bring them a meal. There's a food train or whatever that thing's Uh called. And, um, it's just so common. Mm -hmm. I think what was so shocking was just somebody Honestly, Ashley, just being so selfless. Mm -hmm. I felt like the act of opening your home, opening your privacy, is such a vulnerable, like selfless act if that makes sense. I mean, you had to, the room that Brian and I stayed in was the guest room, which was also like kind of your craft room. You had your sewing thing in there, but you cleaned that out and cleaned that whole closet out. <laughs>
1: like I did, if the dead. thought of having yeah. to
0: clean a whole closet out and where to store all that in itself, to me, my immediate, you know, before this, again, right. response would be, no, oh, I don't yeah. know if I, no. That's too much work. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, no thing. Yeah. They can figure out a hotel. Mm-hmm. They can figure out an apartment. Right. That sounds so bad, but because yeah. of that experience and because of mm-hmm. all of the things that God really unpacked, which there's no way we could cover it all. Like, I feel like I could write a book with you about all the things <laughs> from both of our perspectives. Yeah, right?
1: Where Well, like, like you said, I mean, talking about the, the silly closet, I mean, like, it's just a closet. It's just stuff. Like, I can put it all in a box put it away. And honestly, some of the things that are in the closet, it's like, I didn't miss them at all. You know, we didn't use them at all, but yeah, you know, that's not a big deal. And just how, um, I do think the Lord presents opportunities to us Mm -hmm. at times in our lives as we're going about and there's opportunities that he may present and, um, It's almost like a test for us. Like the Lord is going to use us in one way or another. And, um, are we ready and willing and available? And so for me to clean out a closet or two and to Mm -hmm. get the bedroom prepared, um, really was not a big deal. Um, When I look back on it, too, I even think of maybe just that going out of our comfort zone a little bit. Um, One of our good friends, Melissa, I would mention here for just a moment, too, because um, I know the way that we met, the way that I met Melissa and Jonathan and Jason and I crossed paths with them was... At a restaurant, and we went out of our comfort zone to speak up and say hello and Mm -hmm. start a conversation. But because we started that conversation, we went out of our comfort zone. They are some of our best friends Mm -hmm. today. And so the blessing that came from that. And so, in the same way, just the ability and the holy spirit working through me to be able to say yes to you and mm-hmm. allowing your family to come into our home um we have been blessed by that and mm-hmm. so i'm thankful that um you know like i said ag- again i do feel like the lord prepares us yes. he um prepares us for when the opportunity is going to be present and then it's a test for us. Are we going to say yes or no? And the Lord will still provide for you and your family in that time of need. And the details would have worked out, whatever. But um, the Lord was able to use us in that season. So I'm I'm thankful.
0: I agree 100%. And I know I shared this with you. um, And I love Facebook for this because again, a reminder came up Mm -hmm. three weeks before we had this conversation, uh-huh. Caleb. I took a video and posted it on Facebook. Oh, I remember. Caleb that. That looks- is sitting at the kitchen mm-hmm. table, and I'm like, wait, "Wait, wait, wait! Let me let me get my phone. I want to record this." Because yes. he goes, he was praying before we ate, and he was praying to God, asking mm-hmm. for God to give him a brother. Uh huh. And, and in the video, and I'll try to dig the video up and post this, but in the video, I'm asking Caleb, what, what kind of brother, a baby, a baby?
1: <laughs> He actually you know? says older brother says yeah. an older
0: brother uh-huh. because the kids didn't really know really at the time, but you know, Brian and I, you know, we, we can't have any more children, children right. biologically. Right. Um, but and he didn't know that he, <laughs> think he knew, he knew the details. I think we've right. always just said, Oh, well, we can't have any more babies, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, and so I remember, you know, Caleb saying that I'm like, Thinking, oh my gosh, you are like, praying for. Yeah. Are we going to adopt? Like, what are we? You know what I mean? Cause, You're like,
1: good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh like, okay, how's
0: this going to work out? Right. You know, um, but I really felt in that moment God was like, this was like God's way of like preparing my heart. I really did feel like it, whether it was adoption or fostering or something. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, this spoke to me in that moment, and that's why I recorded it. I, I wanted it to it. remember, right? Yeah. And because I was like, He's going to fulfill this somehow. And then, lo and behold, right. Um, We get a brother. (laughs) Caleb Caleb gains three brothers. brothers. Caleb gets a Joshua. How much, like, is that not biblical or what? Oh my goodness. Like, he gets a Joshua, he gets a James and Jordan. Jordan. Yes. Like, that's just so beautiful. And to this day, he, he, yes, he will say, When am I going to see my brothers? Yeah. I mean, the beauty of that and and God using that not only Mm. in our lives, but
1: the lives of our children and how that's going to impact them. Truly. I do. I agree with that because our kids were able to see that we were um, able to love on y'all and have mm-hmm. you in our homes during that season. And um, they talk about it to this day. Like they still tell and mention every once in a while mm-hmm. something about that season. And so um, I just think that was very sweet. And mm-hmm. even if Jordan, being the youngest, doesn't remember... <laughs> I think it still would have impacted him and it's part, you know, it's going to be a part of our kids' stories that we did that for a season. And even though it was a short time, it impacted them. Right. Um, Goodness. There's so much I I want to know,
0: you know, from the logistical, like if someone else who is a believer um, in this kind of thinking, what can how can they do this, right? Like, how can mm-hmm. they be open-handed? Because again, I want to make like very clear, I don't think like God calls us, like everyone needs to sell all of their positions. Everybody needs to give all their stuff away. And we live like, like that's not the requirement, right? but to be open-handed mm-hmm. and to allow God and the Holy Spirit to, um... To speak and to obey again with that test. Um, for me, for example, it was a test in the sense of when you offered, I, I was like, I don't want to ruin our friendship. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And because I had gone through, you know, non-related, non-living circumstances, but other situations with close friends you know who are believers who love mm-hmm. Jesus. You know that those circumstances, but in the you, back of your mind, that fear yes. of like, well, what
1: if something goes wrong? Right. What if we ruin our friendship?
0: Right, I right. Understand. And mm-hmm. and I felt like God was like saying, just trust me, mm-hmm. just trust me. And so, logistically, like to make this work, we we did number one, pray about it. Right. right. This was a God thing. It wasn't just us like jumping in on it by ourselves. Right. Um, you shared, you know, before this even happened, God was laying on your heart. Me before this happened, God was laying it through Caleb, Mm -hmm, you know? And, um, and after that, I prayed about it, really talked about it. And, and yes, like Jason and I are very operational logistic mindset. And so we really talked about how this all was going to work, the separation of cooking
1: meals, right. doing chores. Like, yeah. I mean, there are some like big logistical things, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Cause I'm a family, we have a family of six and you're a family of four. So mm-hmm. 10 people living together plus a cat in the same house. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I really think that being vulnerable to even just sharing, but maybe an encouragement for people to be in a community, be yes. whether that's in a church group community or being in, in a community with your neighbors where mm-hmm. you know your neighbors, they know you, but you are in a community with people that you're sharing and not hiding the things that are going on, but just being open and doing life together. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I mean, we were in a season of life where we met you regularly. I mean, we were Mm -hmm. possibly once a week, we were getting together. And so just knowing someone and being known Mm -hmm. and being humble enough to share when there are things going on, so that others may pray over that situation, or others may, like I said, physically meet that need. Um, logistically, yes, we had to empty a few closets and you know prepare the bedroom, um, but it worked out. I know it was kind of fun. <laughs> you may tease about this too, but just um, planning the meals. I honestly loved like having a break to plan a meal. Um, we. Which- Took turns, so it was like, I can't remember if we did every other day we did every or Like other Monday, day. Wednesday, yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I would cook a meal and you would buy the meal and reheat the meal. Or- <laughs> I can't cook, so this was the best <laughs> thing
0: ever. I hate cooking. Brian was like, I finally get a home cooked meal. Oh no. no <laughs> and no. y'all got to
1: reap the benefits of yeah. Central Market's turkey meatloaf. <laughs> hey, I don't shop at Central Market often, so we were spoiled by that too. And
0: but it was, was- beautiful. It yes. was so beautiful in the sense that like that is kind of what God wants. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like we shared the weight. We burdened right. it together.
1: And honestly, like I loved that. You can see I how in it. some communities where families live, like families with extended, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a grandparent or a, whoever lives in a home together, you have hands and feet to help yes. and take on the burden of just maintaining a home. And, yes. Um, and I know we did talk through like, okay, well you can do laundry. not, And if we needed to do laundry sooner, yeah. whatever, but that was not an issue. And, and I'm probably, my personality is a little more easygoing, laid back. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're very scheduled too. And so mm-hmm. we definitely talked about a schedule and we kept to that, but we were flexible through right, it too. Right. Um, we did have two or three refrigerators in the house <laughs> at the time. So. Yeah, I think we plugged our extra, because you already had one in one garage yes, and you yeah. had a third garage. So we're right. like, we'll, we'll plug the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, food-wise, we had space. Yeah. We um, So that, you know, kind of logistically, but maybe just going back to an encouragement for other people that want to be willing and able to do something like this. You just never know how the mm. Lord is going to present an opportunity, but it's maybe um, being so slow to speak at times and quick to listen, Mm -hmm. listening to others that may be your neighbor or maybe a coworker or maybe a family member, somebody that, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a stranger. Mm -hmm. It may be somebody that is in your life on a regular basis that you can serve and do life with and love on and be an encouragement to them. Um, And then again, it may be a stranger that the Lord Mm -hmm. leads you to show love to and yeah. to be the hands and feet and meeting a need. But yeah, I love it.
0: Okay. So what, I mean, logistics, we could dive into another, mm-hmm. like, yeah, to- like that could be a whole another thing itself. If people really wanted to know logistics, but what about, um, what immediately after we were living together were the biggest takeaways that you felt like God was, um, or did reveal to you at that time? At that time versus like now? What you've kind of processed through the through the years?
1: Yeah, I think the Lord just seeing that the Lord can use us where we are. Again, the idea of. Um, I can be at home. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was a stay-at-home mom, working a little bit part-time with the organization that Jason works for, Mm -hmm. just working out of the home and being flexible. But I was a stay-at-home mom. I had two kids, um, three kids in school and one at home. Um, But the Lord could use me where I was at. That was something that I learned during that time. Um, Through that Season And now as the years have passed, I think the Lord is even just continuing to reveal to me that through that experience, definitely everything is from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, Our home, our possessions, I am merely a steward of the things that the Lord has given me. And so trying to be open handed with the things that the Lord has given us and knowing that he's given this, these things to us so that we may be a blessing to others Mm -hmm. and maybe through that others will come to know him Mm -hmm. because they see the love that we have and because they see how sacrificial we are being in giving of our things or um if it's as simple as sharing a meal or giving of items or clothes or um being open in that way Um, and that is something that i need to be better about because i do think um I am guilty of being sentimental with things and items and possessions and maybe furniture. I, you know, I've you got um, furniture that was my mother's yeah. and it was mine and now my daughter has it. And things like that are hard to let go of, mm-hmm. but are, they're just things too. So I'm trying to be really good about that In the idea of clothes. So like with kids, I mean, I've got four kids, so we accumulate clothes over time. And I know this is silly, but um, with my daughter being our oldest, I know I held on to her baby clothes the longest. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was ready to let go and give away and maybe allow those clothes to be a blessing to others they had been in storage for too long. Mm -hmm. The elastic had gone out of them and some of them were no good. Like Mm. they were just, um, they really needed to be thrown out. And so I do think that the Lord just is revealing to me in my heart that I need to be quick and quicker to be able to be a blessing to others and give of our things in that way that, um, it may be as simple as just our kids' clothes or, um, opening up of our home Mm -hmm. and, um, but just knowing that the things that the Lord has given us, if it's finances, if it's a meal, if it's clothing, whatever, um, being open-handed with those. So again, um, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, but we are stewards Mm -hmm. of it. And so, um, just trying to be good stewards of the things that he has given us and knowing, um, that they are mine however they are not mine you know so I think that's what he's been revealing to me and showing me oh gosh I love it Mm -hmm. I mean mine fall very
0: similar Mm -hmm. the biggest one would be the exact same that God is that sovereign and everything belongs to him Mm -hmm. and I am just a temporary like leaser of it I don't I I don't that's not even probably like the correct verbiage caretaker (laughs) yeah (laughs) theologically yeah but um yeah that to be to be willing to be prayerfully sitting to be open to the holy spirit to be ready to act when god brings that moment Mm -hmm. and to be prayerfully asking god to give me eyes to see those moments Mm -hmm. right Um, because i might not even recognize that moment um I really feel that God is in control of everything because I I just think the timing of how it all worked out was just such a God thing. I'm not a person at that time that would have been like, hey, let me live with you, you know? And so <laughs> yeah. the, the way that God orchestrated that all just revealed to me that he literally can control everything to the most minute detail possible. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's beautiful. And then the community, like getting to... Live with y'all. You know, I was working from home at that time, and it was really in a weird season in the sense that, like, I was going from working... um you know, full time, but able to work from home and be in the office to, I was moving over to a new company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a weird transition and you were stay at home mom. And quite honestly, um, you know, I judge stay at home moms thinking my life was mm-hmm. busier and more mm-hmm. hectic. And it was so good for my heart to see that. Like, I was like, you never sat down. I never said Oh my gosh. Like during the day, the days mm-hmm. that like I would see you or work from home or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you it's were not like I'm laying wor- on the couch yeah. eating bonbons. Or you, okay, <laughs> my, my vision of stay at home moms wow. like just kept crashed down. Right. Yeah. And then I like, honestly at that moment, I think I rationalize it. Like only people who have so many kids have a life as busy as Ashley. That can be on my level. I'm going to yeah. be really honest. Like I was yeah. like, I'm going to allow Ashley to be on my level of crazy schedule <laughs> because she has because four, I have kids. four kids. Okay. Um, but
1: okay.
0: I'm going to be, so that's yes, honestly, yes. it wasn't until this past year I that God's know. like all moms are working moms, Vivian.
1: Right. Um. But um, it but was maybe a really that was good. the way of the Lord opening your eyes and seeing. Yes, but, it was okay. definitely the beginning
0: yeah. of of growth. It was a seed planted, yeah. and it's taken almost three years to yeah. slowly bloom into <laughs> that realization. Right. Um. But um. Also, just the the beautiful picture of. Community that mm-hmm. that God is three in one, and how this like wonderful rhythm and dance goes with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. You know they are different um, people, um, kind of sort of. And this is theology. We'll not get into t- too much, but you know, like Jesus died on the cross. God didn't die on the cross. The Holy Spirit didn't right. physically die on the cross. Right. right. Um, we are. A body. Mm -hmm. We have different gifts, different roles, different things that we bring to the table. And again, the meal sharing, the sharing of chores—like who's doing the dishes, the taking of time of that. The oh my gosh, Caleb was just coming off of this like sensory processing disorder thing. You got to see some of his meltdowns right. and just like, I was at my wits end, like kindergarten is going to be so hard. Yeah. You know, he got sent home. This is a story for another time, but right. from preschool and you being able to give me new practical ways to help him right. and, and encourage me. Cause I was just really like defeated, right. you know, like I'm a bad mom or, oh my gosh, my kid, you know, all the teachers and everyone are going to hate my kid. Um, But it was just, again, this, like, beautiful thing of community and just a small mirrored picture of what God the Trinity looks like, like Mm -hmm. this beautiful dance together and how Mm -hmm. we're not meant to live life alone. Right. You know? And it doesn't have to be, like, let's live together forever for the rest of our lives. You know? But it was just, like, this beautiful picture of what community can look like. Can be. And and should be. God's heart for community.
1: Right. Of, like, of this triune thing. Right. I agree. Um, I think that does go back to, I know you read previously from Acts 4, but I'll also read from Acts chapter 2 in verse 42. It starts by saying, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to the prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were being done by the apostles. All of the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to one another as had need. Every day they continued to break bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And I'll just stop there to say I think the Lord used that time. I know he used that time of us being in community together. Mm-hmm. And it's even neat to see, um, through that time, I know you were able to make connections with some of my neighbors Yes, and, um, one of my sweet neighbors that, um, then you were able to, um, have in your home, um, maybe shout mm-hmm. out to miss Lily, Yes, um, just how, um, we can have sweet friends that we get to meet through other friends and um, how she was a high school student at the time, but then at the same time was able to be a nanny for you later during the summer when you moved into your new house and just, you never know the connections that you're going to meet through others. And so during that season of you living with our family, you were able to make connections with neighbors on our street. Yes. And um, in the same way, I'm able to meet connections and people that you have too. And, um, you just, you just never know how the Lord is going to use the opportunity that he presents and looking back, we can slowly and start to see things that have come out of that season Mm -hmm. that we were able to live together and
0: yeah. I mean, I, I love it. I mean, seeing the way that y'all's street even did life, y'all had, you know, weekly or no, not weekly, but monthly bunco nights and y'all got, we were there during Halloween. And so, um, we had dinner together on Halloween Uh with all the neighbors. neighbors. Yes. And then everyone (laughs) went trick or treating together. Right. I mean, it was a very sweet time also in the sense that it had a ripple effect that I was very intentional when we moved in. And luckily the hearts of our neighbors were very intentional of making friends on the cul-de-sac. Right. like I immediately, you wanted, I wanted that. I wanted that for the street. And so I was very intentional of putting myself out there, mom dating, meeting my neighbors, hosting driveway time, right. (laughs) Doing all the things. Um, yeah. And just doing things a little bit differently than America does things. Unfortunately, you know what I mean. Like normally in my old street, we just close the garage door when you come in. You know, you didn't ch- chit chat on the driveway. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. And I just felt like this whole experience, God, really lit a fire for community. Uh huh. Community yeah. in my life with other believers. Community with neighbors. Community right. with my kids' friends, parents. Right. Just, Um, I'm not saying that we all have to be best friends, but being very intentional about Mm -hmm. pursuing community. Right. Um, yeah,
1: I agree. (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you. I I love it. And I just, I agree. I think, um, it's important to be in community with other believers, but it's also important to know the people in your community, the street that you live on. Um, and that way you can, um, just be known when things and say problems arise, Mm -hmm. like you have people around you that can help and support you in the same way, like you can be available to help and support others that are around you too. And
0: yeah, I think that's so beautiful. I think if we were to relate this, just kind of to the theme of the podcast is just like, my hope and you know my my desire for all moms, whether they're working or not working or whatever you know right. their situation is, is that um, we really would pursue friendship and community in not a selfish act and like how can my friends give to me, but how can I support my friends, right. right? And like yeah, I hope that you know when that individual person needs help, they'll get that support, but not to expect that back. Right? And what a beautiful place to live in where. Everybody's heart's desire is just to be supportive and kind to one another, regardless of their politics or religion or race or whatever the thing is, Um, just to live in a place that pursues humanity, Mm -hmm. right? And, Mm -hmm. And that's actually such a God
1: picture. Beautiful picture. Yeah. Right. And that we don't have to have all things in common. No. Um, God can use you where you are at, and um, and you can develop these friendships mm-hmm. um, where you are at. Right. Right.
0: Uh, I could talk forever about this. Is there anything else like that was really big from our time together that you just wanted
1: to share? You know, I, I do look back and think just, um, how it will have impacted our kids. And, um, you know, there were definitely crazy moments where, you know, the, the kids were really loud and crazy and we'd send them in the backyard to play for extended periods of time. <laughs> yeah. But, um, at the same time, it was very sweet, um, tucking our kids in a bed at night and I know we tried to do um, a devotional or read our yes. Bible together a couple times as a whole group and it was an epic fail. I you videotaped <laughs> one of them to remind myself. I don't know, but it was, you know, we tried and we had fun, but um, it, it was, I definitely look back on that season and um, it brings joy to my heart and a smile to my face to just think of the fun that we had and that our kids made sweet memories. And I know our husbands enjoyed that season too of just getting to spend time together. And so, yeah, I'm thankful that the Lord was able to use us. And I'm thankful that I was obedient in that season to say yes to you. And thankful for your friendship.
0: Oh, I'm thankful Mm -hmm. for your friendship. Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: I call you Rumi,
0: you know, we're sisters Uh in Christ, but I really do feel like this bond, this bond of like almost like college roommates. Again, it wasn't like a long time, but I feel a bond with you that I can like share with, that is similar to college roommates, someone that I've spent years with or whatever living with. It was was beautiful and and intentional. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, for me, I think the biggest thing that's, that, that, I kind of, not the biggest thing, but Mm -hmm. one thing I do want to share is that there's another podcaster, Jenna Kutcher, who she always uses the line, you know, done is better than perfect. Uh And and sometimes being the OCD logistical perfectionist mindset of, you know, sometimes I think I have to have it all together. Right. And as much as the prep of logistics of how we were going to get through dishwashing and right. you know all the things of living together you know we did it the right. devotionals we did it it mm-hmm. wasn't perfect I remember us doing like an advent thing towards the like beginning <laughs> of November uh-huh. and and I'll try to find that video too and it wasn't perfect but it doesn't have to be right you know mm-hmm. and like the motive behind those things were good Genuine. yeah mm-hmm. and so um, yeah. Again, just to have a heart that's willing to listen to mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit prompt, um, to be obedient in that, to be open-handed in in our. Everything, Because it doesn't necessarily have to be living with someone. right? Um, but to be obedient um, and open-handed um, and not worry about the details or the perfections.
1: Right. And I do think that's so true that sometimes we may feel like we have to have everything perfect and lined up in order. Mm-hmm to be able to be used or to be able to achieve something, but that's not the case. Like the Lord can use you right where you're at Mm -hmm. in our mess. Um, he calls us right where we're at, like just Mm -hmm. as we are, he does not want us to do all of these good works to get to be to that point. And so, um, the, the Lord calls us right now, right where we're at. If that's a stay-at-home mom or working mom, be encouraged by knowing that the Lord can use you right now, today. So maybe just an encouragement to to pray and ask the Lord to reveal how He can use you. Um, whether that is just loving on your family and in the season that you're in with your family, or if that's your neighbors or, or co-workers, or branching out more and more as you know, that picture grows, but the Lord can use you. Yeah. And he can do
0: radical things, even in Texas, Mm -hmm. even in America. Mm -hmm. And that's just awesome.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you for being here. Sounds good. Well, thank you for having me. I've never done anything like this before. So (laughs) this was fun.
0: Thanks for listening to the show today. I'm Vivian Knox, and you've been listening to Always Working Mom. Visit alwaysworkingmom.com for show notes, resources, and more info. Find us on Instagram at alwaysworking underscore mom. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Drop us a review and share with your friends. You can send us an email on topics you would like to hear about at alwaysworkingco at gmail.com. Music is provided by Kabbalistic Village titled Funky Vibes. See you next time.